Thank you, Lord. Friday night. Was there a time in your life when somebody would have said, you're going to church on Friday night, you'd have said, are you crazy? (laughs) And aren't you glad we get to go to church on Friday night or any other night we want to? Of course, there wouldn't be anything going on here, but but if we wanted to do it on a different night, we could. Because the Lord's good. Amen. Amen. Well, look at uh, Luke 18, verse 27. Have your expectors on tonight. We're going to talk a little about healing. And there's no reason not to be healed. Right? There's no... Because Jesus has already paid the price. Right? You know, there's people out in the world today that are unsaved. But there's no reason they don't have to be. Right? Because Jesus paid the price for them to be saved. So... If somebody's not saved, it's not on the power side, right? right? The power unto salvation has already been made, and, and it's, it's, it's ready and waiting for anybody who would receive it. Healing is the very same way. Amen? Healing is bought and paid for. It's a gift from God. It is, it is in, within the grace of God, and it's received by faith in God. Amen? And we can have it. So, you know, and, and don't say, well, you know, I just got little little naggy things. Let's not have some naggy things. I don't really like naggy things. You like naggy things? Right? And people say, well, you get older, you just get naggy things. Let's don't. Let's work on not doing that. I'd like to not do that. Every now and then I get up and I notice something like, I don't like that. You know, a little kink there, or a twist here. You know, I don't want that. Amen? Well, let's, let's, let's get better. What did I say? Luke 18, verse 27. He said, and of course, this is, he's been, he was talking about the, uh, um, the boy that walked away because he was rich and he just couldn't serve God. And this may not look like a healing verse, but it is. And then he said, the things that are impossible with men are possible with God. Did you know... No one has ever done anything that's impossible. You can't. It's impossible. If you did it, it was possible. Right? Right? People say, well, he did the impossible. No, he didn't. Right? It may have seemed impossible, but he just did it, so it's possible. Right? But there are things in in this earth, in this world, in our flesh that are impossible. There are things that literally cannot happen. And, and see, we, we water down words. We're, we're bad as people about watering down words. Impossible to us means, well, it just probably could never happen. No, impossible means it can't never happen. Mm-hmm. Amen? Yeah. It means it's impossible. It's not possible. It's not going to happen. It has a 100% chance of failure. Right. That's impossible. Right. Amen? And if you try it, you will fail. Why? Because it's impossible. If you don't fail, then it wasn't impossible. Right? But we water down the Word. And we, then on the flip side of that, it said, with God, all things are possible. And we water that Word down too. You know, people say, are you going to do this? Well, it's possible. What are you saying? I may or I may not. That's not what God means when He says it's possible. When he says it's possible, it's possible. It's not impossible. In fact, is it's so not impossible that it's completely possible. 
In other words, there's no chance of it not happening. Like there's a 100% chance of impossible, there's a 100% chance of possible. Amen? If God says something's possible, then you can count on it. It's not, it's not, well, I wonder if he'll do it now. It's possible. No, if he says it's possible, not only did he say it was going to happen, it's going to happen. Amen? But it does. It, he's all-powerful. God can do all things. One of the words for possible is able. Able. And, and God is able to do anything. Right? And, and all the church in the world would say, yeah, God can do anything. Right? That he wants. Right? And I guess the thing we've got to decide is, what's he want? He wants good. Right? God can do anything. What? Did you mess up my pocket? Must have been bad. <laughs> but, but with God, things that look impossible, and that's what he's saying, things that are, no, let me rephrase that, things that are impossible are not impossible with God. It is impossible to trust in riches and enter into the kingdom of God. But with God, it's possible. Why? Because he changes hearts. It's impossible for you to change your own heart, but it's very possible for God to change your heart. As you receive Him, the things He puts in you changes our heart. How many people are different because you've been serving God? That wouldn't have happened had you not been serving God because His goodness changes us. Amen? His goodness makes us gooder. And that's a good thing. We should should want to come up in being good, in being gooder, in being kinder, in being thank- more thankful, uh, being kinder to unthankful. We should become more like God as we evolve. Amen? The more flesh that dies, the more spirit that lives, right? So uh, we, want that, we, want the, we want the impossible around us to always be possible. Amen? Because we're not looking. See, he said, with men... And, and, and what, what's he saying? If you hang out with men, you're going to find out a lot of impossible situations. You're going to come up against some very impossible situations, and you're never going to overcome them. Why? Because they're impossible. But with God, you're going to come up against impossible situations, but they're no longer going to be impossible because with God, all things are possible. Amen? So possibility met power. And when it did, it happened. Amen? Because God's all powerful, and, and and He's that He's not that that word for power is dynamis, and He He is a He's it's a mighty working power. It's a can do power. In other words, when His power gets gets involved in it, can do is happening. Amen. It doesn't. It's not a might do. It's a can do. Let's look at um, Abraham. Abraham knew this. Look in Romans four. Romans 4. It's talking about Abraham and, and uh, starting verse 18. Verse 18 says, Who against hope believed in hope. Believed all things are possible to him who believes. Right? So against hope all things became possible. 
in, in hope, in, in, in expectation. All things became possible in expectation, trusted God with expectation. In other words, he believed, he trusted in God with expectation. So he didn't just trust God, he, he trusted God to the point that he expected it to happen. Right? He didn't have, there wasn't a place in there where he said, well, it seems impossible. No, it became possible. Why? Because all things are possible to him who believes. And so Abraham believed God and all things became possible. And when, when all things became, when he got a hold of that. Now, as we read about Abraham, as you've read about Abraham, we know that he made a few stumbles along the way, right? And he, did, he did a few things. Uh, had him an Ishmael, right? Anybody ever had an Ishmael? I've, got, I've had it, right? Wasn't a kid, but I had a dog Ishmael. I've had car Ishmaels. I've had, had some Ishmaels, things that I produced out of my own life instead of believing God for. Amen? And, and we can have those, and, and he won't even stop you just like he didn't stop Abraham. But, but when you believe, the impossible becomes possible. So what they thought wasn't possible is, as, as his life went, he got a hold of it. He got a hold of it to such a point that against all hope, when all hope was lost, he believed in full expectation. Full expectation. He, he trusted God and what God said to the point that he fully expected that to, to such a point that nothing else would move him. Amen? Nothing else would move him. And, and when we're believing for something in our life, that's the place you've got to come to. That place where you can no longer be moved by your own thoughts. Doesn't mean you won't have them, but they no longer move you. They, they know they, you're going to have thoughts as long as you have a mind. Right? But your heart's what's going to matter. Faith is, comes from here. Believing comes from here. When you decide in your heart that the impossible just became possible and you no longer see any way that it can't happen, then impossible goes away. And you no longer are drawn away by, oh, I wonder about this, what about this, what about this. Look, look what Abraham did. He said <clears throat> that he might become, why, why did he believe? He believed that he might become the father of many nations. What was he believing? He was believing what God said. You would become the father of many nations. So he believed, he made, he, he made it possible for him to receive that word, which was the power to become the father of many nations. The faith hooked onto the power, and it happened. Before it even happened, it happened. To such a point that he was already, what, he became the father of many nations before he had a kid. Amen? That, that's, faith in the, that's faith in the possible. Amen? That he might become the father of many nations according to that which was spoken. Where, here's his word. When you get a word from God, so shall thy seed be. What did he say? He said, so shall thy seed be. And Abraham said, that's my word. I won't unhook from that word. I won't unhook from that word. I am the father of many nations, so shall my, that my seed be. My seed will be the seed through which the whole world is blessed. And he, and he held on to that, and he got a hold of it to the point that there was no way it couldn't happen, even before it happened. And that's, that's what faith is. Faith is this knowing that it's going to happen, and, and your hope just sits and expects it, and your patience just sits and waits for it because it's coming. 
There's no, it's, it's limitless hope, it's limitless faith, it's limitless, limitless patience. And that's what obtains. Why? Because it can't not. Right? There's your double negative for today. It can't not obtain. <clears throat> right? And it said, and being not weak, not weak. In other words, his faith was not feeble. His faith was not impotent. It was not unworking faith. It says being not, and you've got to read this together. You almost, we read so many things as a verse that sometimes we forget it wasn't written that way. See, this all goes together. It says, being not weak in faith, he considered not. And we have to watch what we consider. Your head's going to say things like, well, wait a second. Your wife's 100 years old. You're really old. Neither one of you have the equipment anymore. <laughs> right? This can't happen. Right? And your, and your mind could say, and that's, that's what this verse says. He didn't even consider it. In other words, it was not a consideration. Think about Peter. He stepped out of the boat not considering the wind and waves. But the minute he considered them, he could no longer walk. If you want your faith to stay on track, you don't consider the, the things surrounding you. You don't consider the other options. You don't consider the things that say, no, you can't do that. Why? Because the minute you say it can't, it becomes impossible. And all things are possible to who? The one that's believing. And the minute we quit believing, the possible becomes impossible again because we start looking at it with our flesh, with our eyes. And if he wanted to do that, he could have. He could have said, yeah, he said, my wife's old and I'm old. I mean, that's basically saying, saying we're both old. <laughs> he said his own body now dead. What's he saying? He said, I got, I got no seed. And, and she's got no ground. Right, <laughs> And he didn't consider either one of those things. In other words, he didn't allow those two things to override the two things that he knew. He knew God's promise was true and God's word was steadfast. Amen? And, and when we know those two things, we have that hope that anchors our soul. And he had that hope that anchored his soul sure and steadfast. Sure in his word, sure in his truth. Why he can't lie, and he's God. Glory to God. And, and, we, and, we, and we hold on to that. And he held on to that. And he said, being not weak in faith, he held on to that. And being not weak in faith, he staggered not at the promise. In other words, the promise wasn't too big. What, what God said, he was able more than possible for him to do. He had all the power it would take for him to do that. And, and that word able, again, is capable. Capable, powerful, be of power to do this. So he counted him faithful that made the promise. So now he's got a faithful God. He's got faith in his heart. He's got, he's got an unswerving faith. He, he's not staggering. And what's, what do they call it? They call it strong faith. It said he was strong in faith, not weak in faith, strong in faith, which glorifies God. What? Now everything's possible to him. Everything because of this faith in this word, in this God, in this, in, in this promise, in, in what God is wanting to do in the earth. All that faith in all that comes together and he's fully persuaded. He's convinced that there's absolutely no way this can't happen. 
doesn't matter what else is going on. doesn't matter what the doctor said. doesn't matter what the banker said. It doesn't matter what the psychiatrist said. It doesn't matter whatever else is going on. God's Word is true. And, and when He makes a promise, He can't lie. So when He promises, it becomes truth. It's not, it doesn't have to wait until it happens to become truth because He spoke it and He can't lie. So the God who can't lie spoke truth and that's what it is. And when we receive it and we trust in Him with all our heart, now we believe and the impossible no longer exists. Why? Because all things become possible. And to Abraham it became so possible that he was fully persuaded that what God had promised he was fully able to perform. It was so possible to him that when God came to him and said, sacrifice your son, he didn't consider it. He just did it. He didn't consider it. Well, what's going to happen? God promised me this. God's promise will not come to pass if I do this. He didn't even think about that. Why? Because it was so possible that it was impossible not to be possible. In other words... God will just raise him from the dead. What did he say? He said he accounted that God was able, powerful, mighty, able to raise him from the dead. There was nothing in Abraham's mind that God was not able to overcome to make sure that what he promised happened. And that's where we're getting to when we're believing for healing, when we're believing for something in our lives, finances, provision, whatever you're believing for. You've got to believe that God wanted you to have it enough that He promised it in Jesus Christ. Yes. He promised healing in 1 2 Peter 2.24 and Isaiah 53. He brought them all together. He said, you are, now you were, and He promised it. And he made a promise. And in that promise, he said, by whose stripes ye were healed. The promise is truth. It's no longer, it's it's not in question whether this is truth. The only thing that people can do now is try to change it to where it doesn't help you. Right? Because they're talking about spiritual healing. Well, they are. You're going to get spiritually healed too. Which, if you let it, will make you physically healed. Right? God wants us well. And, and, you know, when that is doubting His love, that is doubting, you know, it says, For God so loved the world that He saved you, but He wouldn't heal you. Right? He, he just he loved you just enough to get you to heaven, but you're going to have to just be sick. He's a good Father. He did it all, and, and He made things possible that were impossible because of the curse, because of, of the fallen state of man. He made possible healing in our bodies. Amen? And, and it's ours. It's ours. But your mind and religion are going to fight you for it. I mean, I've literally had people fight me for it. They said, well, no, people just get sick and there's nothing you can do about it. it experience ought to tell you people get sick. So that word can't possibly mean what you just said to me. That, that's trying to make God like you. God's truth, when He spoke it, it's truth. That's the end. Right? What, what happened there is power never met possibility. Right? 
the power of God, the dunamis, the saving, healing power of, of, of God, the ability of God. And, and with our unbelief, it won't mesh and you won't get anything. The power will always be there and we'll never receive from it because we won't believe. Right? We'll be talked out of it by things that should never even enter our mind that we should not consider. Talked out of it by things that we should never consider. Amen? Whew! It's good stuff. Glory to God. It's possible. Everybody say, it's possible. With God. All things are possible. Glory to God. Go to Mark. Mark 9. Mark 9 is the account of the lunatic boy. I was listening to faith school, but Brother Moore talking about this. And and I didn't know that lunatic was kind of an offspring of moonstruck. Did you know that? You're moonstruck. You're Luna. Right? That's really what it is. I'm like, wow, I don't want to be moonstruck anymore. Be a lunatic. Right? I'll be a moontick. (laughs) <laughs> but uh, that's what it kind of a spinoff of I'll let, I'll let brother more teach on that sometime <laughs> i'll stay right away from it thank you lord so anyway we know the know the story the boy's uh, throwing himself in the fire throwing himself in the throwing himself all over the place hurting himself and the disciples they went he he went to the disciples and they couldn't do it they couldn't do anything and so Jesus comes down and he runs to him and he tells him the whole story. And he says, and I brought him to your disciples, but they could not heal him. And, and about that time, the boy starts throwing another fit. Ever notice the devil always throw the biggest fit right in front of you to try to get your faith? Right? If he can make it look bad enough, maybe you won't put your faith on it. Right? <laughs> Amen. Don't, don't, don't. It's never impossible until we decide not to believe. Believing is our choice, and as long as we'll decide in our hearts to believe God's Word and God's promise and God's power over everything else that's going on around us, it's ours. Amen? It is ours. By His choice. By His choice. And anyway, he's throwing himself in... And uh, Jesus says, how long has this been going on? In verse 22, it says, Oft times it had cast him into the fire and into the waters to destroy him. But if thou can do anything, anything, we'll accept anything. You ever notice that sometimes when you can't get what you want, you'll take anything, right? Could you just stop him right now? Well, we'll take that right now, just anything. If you could do anything. And, of course, he's talking to Jesus And he said, if you can do anything, if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. Again, we need to remember these are, this was not written in chapter and verse. This all goes together. He said, these words will come back again, anything and help, right? Because Jesus is going to change anything. Jesus is going to change it. Amen. Next verse. Jesus said unto him, if you can. If you can, and the inference there is, if you can, right? Or are you, tell, are you asking me if I can? 
You almost could put a comma there if you can and then stop and say, believe all things are possible to him that believe. Amen? What's he saying? He's saying, I'll give you better than anything. I'll give you all things. Amen? Anything is what you ask for. Everything is what you can have. Amen? He said, everything, all things. How many things are in all? Everything. But what he said to him was anything. In other words, give me a list of ten things and tell me which ones you can do. And and Jesus said, if I can? He said, everything, all things are possible to him that believes. In other words, stay away from this anything. That's not going to heal your kid. All things will heal your kid. In other words, when when you believe all things, there's nothing that can come at you that now is is bigger than the power that's backing you. Amen? When, when, When it's anything, you could get by the first thing. You might get by two or three things, but you'll never get by all of them because all you had was enough for anything. But when you believe God, all things become possible. So some of those impossibilities, if you're anything, some of them remain impossible. But with God, all things become possible. So there's nothing going on in your life that possible can't happen in. Amen? And he said, and he said, he said if thou can, if thou can believe, have faith in, put trust with God. If you can believe, if, if you can have faith in God, that word, um, that word where it says, if, um, if you can believe, if you can, is to mean if you can have faith in, put your trust in, all things are possible. If you can, if you're able, if you will, if you're able, and you are, because belief is a choice. You know, people say, I just can't believe. Listen to Brother Morrison more because he's told us many, many times, faith is a choice. You can believe. People say, I just can't. No, you can. You chose not to, but you could have. And that's what he's saying. He said, if you'll choose to believe, anything will become all things. Anything will become all things, and all things will be available to you. And, and the man answered really good and straightway. In fact, as quickly, the man, the, the, the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe. In other words, I'm making the impossible possible. I believe. All things are possible now to me because I believe. And that word help that we read in the other verse means relieve. And so in, in the first part, he said, he said, if you can do anything, have compassion on us and relieve us. Here he says the same word help. He says, I believe, relieve thou my unbelief. Relieve my unbelief. In other words, in other, in other words, there's some unbelief. Can, help me with that, but I believe. God's merciful. Tell him where you're at. He'll work with what he's got. It, right? And because of this, then Jesus walked over, cast out the spirit, and the boy, well, it looked like he was dead, but he wasn't. Right? He was just worn out because that spirit had been throwing him all over the place. He picked him up well. Amen? All things are possible 
to him who believes. Remember when he was in his hometown. And I'll just look at it. Was it Mark? Mark. um, It's in Mark. Mark something. I got it right here. Somewhere. I got it in here. Mark 6. And he was in his own hometown. And it says in Mark 6, verse 5, it says, and he could there do no mighty work. You know what mighty work is? Dynamis. It's the same work, same word for possible in many places, same word as uh, can do. It's the same word in able in many places. Mighty work. He could do no dunamis. Why? What, do you think the power was gone? Huh? <laughs> All of a sudden, he lost power because he went to his hometown. Oh, wait, I'm just Jesus. No, he was still Jesus. And the, and the power was still there. But yet, he could do nothing with it. Save he laid a hands on, you know, even if people just believe that he's, you know, of course, in this day and time, we thought, boy, if just a few people got, why? Because we're, we settle for anything when we could have everything. Amen? And see, he didn't like just anything. This was just anything. A few sick folk got healed, but he could do no mighty works. Why? He was, he was not able to do any mighty works because there was no belief no, no possible to hook with the power. The power and the possible go together. When you got the power and now you believe, all things become possible. And you got to combine the two. And they didn't believe. In fact, as you know, because the next verse says he, he marveled because of their unbelief. Right? So if belief is faith in God, unbelief is unfaith in God. It's no faith in God. And so what he was marveling at, that they had no faith in God, even after they had heard many of the things that he'd done in other places, by the time he came back here, isn't that, isn't that Joseph's son? Isn't his brothers and sisters over here? Wasn't he a carpenter? He became common, and they got nothing. Why? Because of their unbelief. Remember, tradition, religious tradition and, and, and experience will steal possible from your heart they will make everything impossible well he's just jesus he can't do anything that's impossible no he could do everything if you believe right Right? but because of their unbelief possible never meant power power left there and possible never never even showed up because there was no belief belief ushers in possible all things are possible to him who believes. Amen? Glory to God. Let's look at another account. Look at uh, whew, Matthew. No, let's see. Luke. Let's look at Luke. Luke 5. This is good. I like it. How many believe it's possible that God could heal you? Better yet, how many believe it's possible that he already healed you? We're no longer waiting on something you know people are saying well just god heal me god heal me god heal me no god already healed you that's like standing at the altar saying god save me save me save me please save me would you please save me you don't have to do that 
Ask, and you shall receive. Amen? And, and, and so we don't want to be beggars. We want to be in faith. We want, we want to believe, and then what the world says is impossible, well, there's no cure for the common cold. Sure there is. Believe, and all things are possible. Things there are no cures for have to leave. Amen? Once you got the promise, once you got the word, follow the direction of the Lord, and you're going to come out on the other side healed. People say, well, how's that? Follow the direction of the Lord. Amen? Abraham had to follow the direction of the Lord. It took a lot of years to get Abraham where he was going. But he had to follow the direction of the Lord, and by faith and patience, he obtained the promise. Why? Because he made it impossible for it not to be possible. It was impossible for it not to be possible. Luke 5, 17. And it came to pass on a certain day as he was teaching that there were Pharisees and doctors of the law sitting by, which were come out of every town of Galilee and Judea and Jerusalem, and the power, what? The dynamis, the ability of God, the unimpossible power of God was there. It was present to heal them. In other words, them is the teachers of the law and the Pharisees. All they would have had to do is believe. And it would have been there to heal them. It was already there. Why? Because Jesus was there. The same reason power was available in his hometown. That same power was always where Jesus was. Why? Because He was full of the power of God. He was the Word of God. Amen? And so so He couldn't go anywhere where power wasn't. And it says, The power was present to heal them. And behold, men brought in a bed a man which was taken with a palsy, and they sought means to bring him in and to lay him before him. Now there, here's a good sign of faith. It won't quit. It won't quit. When you're in faith, there, there's no place where you say, you know, there's just too many people here. This can't be God. It's just too hard. Right? If God told them to come, it doesn't matter how hard it was. Right? And, and there's too many times where we quit because it's just too difficult. Well, I know, God, that you told me to travel to Branson, but, you know, I got things going on. Well, you got things going on. So it's not possible for you to be in Branson, and it's not possible for you to receive your healing if God told you to be there on, at that moment in time. Amen? What, what, if the, what if the lady with the issue of blood, the lady with the issue of blood, she said, I know he said touch the hem of the garment. I got the word, touch the hem of the garment, but I can't go outside. That's not even legal for me. Right? I definitely can't go in a crowd. So this is too hard. And then she, then if she does decide to do it, then she gets out there and there is a huge crowd. And she says, well, I'll never get to his him. Right? Fight the good fight of faith. In other words, the devil doesn't want you to have faith. He doesn't want all things to be possible to you. Right? And your flesh isn't ever going to believe 
because it's not designed to believe. It doesn't believe, right? Your brain can't believe. They don't have the ability. Your heart is the only place it has to believe. So if you're going to rely on experience and flesh and things like that, healing's not going to happen. Amen? And, and, and if, if you're not going to press in, w- when we press in, we receive. People say, well, I pressed in and I didn't. Well, you can't have pressed in because you quit at some point. Pressing in means you go until you get. Right? The, the, these guys went and, and they looked at all the doors and they tried to get through the people. And, of course, they're carrying a bed, so it's not that easy. they got a guy on a bed. And finally, they, go, they say, let's go up on the roof. Let's, let's, let's take him down the roof. They said they sought, they sought, they brought the man, sought any means to bring him in and lay him before him. And when they could not find a way that might bring him in, let's see, when they could not find, <laughs> no, and when they could not find by what, what way they might bring him in because of the multitude, they went up on the housetop and let him down through the tiling with his couch in the middle, in the midst before Jesus. That's a fully persuaded people. And people say, well, what about the guy? If he wasn't fully persuaded, he told him to quit. Because he's being jostled all around. I mean, it could not have been easy to get that bed on the roof. And it definitely couldn't have been easy to let, to, to let it down in the middle of them. And then they had to take tiles. I don't know how hard it is to take up a tile roof, but I don't want to do it. <laughs> and unless God tells you to do it, unless you have faith for the, for the impossible to be possible, then you won't take the tiles off the roof. But if it's impossible for it not to be possible then you'll take the tiles off the roof. You'll travel. You'll do whatever it takes to get where God told you to be to receive what He already wanted for you. Amen? And, and when, he, when they took the tiles off the roof and they let Him down and Jesus looked up and He saw what? He saw it's possible coming down to meet power. Amen? He saw their faith. And their faith in God. And he saw the same word. It's 4102 and 4100 in the, in the uh, Strong's Concordance. But they're, they're right there. Faith. They're, faith and belief are the same, same thing. And, and you can't have one without the other. And he looked up and he saw their faith. And he saw it's impossible for them not to have everything they came for. It's very possible for them to have everything they came for. Amen? Why? Because he saw their faith. Their faith was nonstop. Their faith was unyielding. Their faith was going to get what they came to get. Why? Because the answer was in that room. And all they had to do was get to the answer. The answer for impossible becoming possible was sitting in the middle of that room. And if I can get my friend down there, we have faith that the possible is getting ready to happen. Amen? And when they lowered him down, possible met power. And when the power of God met the faith in God, healing happened. Amen? And, and it says, it said they let him down in the midst before Jesus. When Jesus saw their faith, po- he saw possibility. All things became possible immediately right then. It beca- why? It became possible when they left the house. Because their intention never changed. 
It wasn't when they got to the house that faith came. Wherever they walked from with this man, they already had faith, unyielding, unquitting faith that was going to get in front of Jesus. Amen? And when they did, and see, sometimes we're too easy to just to say, well, maybe that's not what the way God wants to go. Or maybe, When we get a word from God, let's trust. Let's trust that we heard from God. Amen? Now, a lot of people, they read a story and they say, well, I just need to find a roof so somebody can let me down in the middle of a room where Brother Moore is. No, all you did was read a story. That's called copying. That's not called hearing from God. Amen? Believe by His stripes ye were healed. And then fight the good fight of faith. Put yourself in the place to be healed. Listen to God. Let Him show you where to go, how to do it, where, what you need to do, what, who you need to contact, what, if there is there a meeting I need to go to. Don't look at it. Don't look for it because you can't figure out why you aren't healed already because that's not faith. Listen for God, and when He tells you what to do, do it. Right? He may just say, maybe you're believing for healing in your legs, and He says, stand up and jump. Well, you didn't even have to leave the house to do that, did you? Right? Listen to God. He actually knows what kind of faith you brought to the table too. Amen? No matter what kind of faith it is, bring it. Amen? Get, get, what you, get everything God has for you. Make the impossible possible. Things that men say, you know, we just don't know if it's going to work out or not. God says, oh, we know it's going to work out. Right? There's no possibility of this being impossible because I've made it possible because they believe. Amen? And when you believe, all things become possible. We're going to get our peas in tonight. Meeting my peas. I really won't have to eat any of those green ones then. When he saw their faith, he said unto them, Man, thy sins are forgiven. Next verse. Notice he still didn't get up. He saw their faith, but the man's still laying on the bed. The man has faith to be healed, but the man's still laying on the bed. Too many times we got, you know, people say, I, I, I know I was in faith. Did you do what God told you to do after you were in faith? You might have been in faith. I don't disagree, but you still have to make the move. You, you're still going to have a moment there to consider something else. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He's going to say, get up, and you can say, well, I can't walk. Or you're going to get up. You got two choices. He, this man could have not gotten up if he if he had chose not to, because he still hasn't gotten up. He, even after Jesus said your sins are forgiven, the man's still laying there. The scribes and the Pharisees are saying, "Oh, who can do this? But God, blasphemy, blasphemy!" And and what's trying the devil's trying to steal the steal healing, right? And Jesus stops. Go back to the verses. Next verse. It says, but when Jesus perceived their thoughts, he answering them said unto them, What reason you in your hearts? Whether it's easier to say, Thy sins are forgiven thee, or say, Rise up and walk. But that you may know the Son of Man has power. Same word for power, you know what that is? Dynamis. Right? To forgive sins. He said unto the sick of the palsy, still laying in the bed, even though he was lowered down with faith. Still laying in the bed. I don't, know how many, I don't know how many minutes all this took, 
But he's having all these opportunities to say, I know I'm right here in front of Jesus, but I don't feel like I can walk yet. You know, he's having all these, but he's saying, no, I'm right here in front of Jesus. I'm leaving with what I came for. Amen. And then Jesus said, arise, take up your couch and go to your house. You know what the guy did? Exactly what Jesus said. But he couldn't. Oh, yes, he could. Because all things are possible to him that believes. But, yeah, he couldn't walk. He, he had the palsy. He couldn't walk. All things are possible to him that believes. And see, he could have said, no, I, Jesus, you don't get it. I need you to heal me so I can walk. And Jesus said, you're healed, walk. And actually, he didn't even say you're healed. He just said, walk. You, wanna, you know, so many times people are looking for somebody to say, well, you're healed. Go ahead and do it. Go ahead and do it. How many times did it as they went, they were healed? And too many times Jesus said, do this. But what if, what, if, uh, what if the man at the gate called Beautiful would have said, and when Peter and John said, rise up and walk, and they grabbed his hand, he said, well, I can't walk. You know better than that. But instead he got up. He got up. He, he, he followed the command, and the impossible became possible in his life. Amen? The impossible with God is not impossible. So when we hook ourselves to God and, and we look to Him for these things and, and we, we fight for it, we fight for it. And we don't quit and say, well, I've been fighting a long time. Faith in God can be encouraged. Faith in God can be built up. Faith in God, when, when you start getting tired, there are things to build yourself up on. You don't have to be tired and quit. You can make it. Yeah. I can make it. Right? But it may take a fight because you're going to fight your head. You're going to fight people saying, well, maybe it's just not God's will. Maybe, maybe it's just not God's will. You know, when the, was it the leper came to Jesus and said, if you will, you can, that word means have power to make me whole. Or heal, actually, heal, let's just go to it so we can see. We don't want to use wrong words. It's in there. We'll come back to this. Actually, we won't come back to this. That was the end of that one. Let's see. Yeah, Mark, Mark 1. Mark 1. And there came a leopard to him, beseeching him, verse 40, beseeching him and kneeling down to him, saying, If thou wilt, thou can make, thou, thou can make me clean. Thou, you can make me clean. If you will, you can make me clean. There's no wiggle room in that statement. Right? The only way there could be wiggle room is if he had no faith in what he just said. He was convinced of the power. He was looking for the possibility. And Jesus said, I will. And immediately his faith already, that already believed he could, now believed he would. And so could and would came together and met power. And when they did, he was made clean. Amen? It's not a question of will God. If he wills here, he wills everywhere because he's no respecter of persons. He, the word can't work one place and not work the other the very same way. In Nazareth, in his hometown, it would have worked exactly the same way. Possibility, belief, power. Come together, healings would have happened. Mighty works would have happened. But they could not happen because there was only half of it there. Because no faith... No action, no power. Amen? But the power of God is available 
to us who believe. If we'll believe God for those things, we can have those things. And, and there's so many, there's so many accounts. You know, you look at John 4, verse 50. The, the man that said, come, my son's laying, laying at home about to die. And Jesus said, unless you see a sign, you, you, you guys just won't believe. And he said, he said, he, he didn't quit. He said, my son, come, come with me. And Jesus said, go thy way, thy son lives. That's all he said, go thy way, thy son liveth. Is that what he said? Yeah. He said, thy son liveth. And, and he went his way. And why? What's this? Well, go to the next verse. Oh, no, you don't. Go back. I'm sorry. And it said, and the man believed the word. What? And that became possible. Immediately after Jesus said, go thy way, thy son leave, the man believed the word that was spoken to him. And what did he do? He did what Jesus said. Amen? Sometimes we forget to listen to the rest of the sentence. Right? Well, what if he just said, go, go thy way, thy son liveth? And he said, well, but how? But how? Well, I don't understand. How can this happen? How can it be? And we're asking all these questions, and all he wants you to do is go home. Right? Go your way. And if you, if you believe the word, you'll just follow. If you don't believe the word, you won't follow. Amen? You'll, you'll be sidetracked and you'll go all over the what place and you'll, you'll stagger at the promise. It's, it's too big. It's too big. I just can't believe for it. It's just too big. God doesn't want me to have it. It's just too big. It's not too big. It's already bought. Amen? We don't, we don't even have to have it paid for. It's already been paid for, and it's ours. It's not a question of His will anymore. He bought it for us purposely and said, I want you to have it. And, and all, all you got to do is believe, and you can have all things. Amen? And, and, and this man, he said, go your way. Your, your son liveth. And he believed the word that he said. And he went his way, and as he, as, as he was now going, now going down, his servants met him and told him, saying, Thy son liveth. He inquired of them what, what hour it was that he began, began to get better. And they said unto him, Yesterday at the seventh hour his fever left him. And so the father knew it was at the same hour in, the, in which Jesus said unto him, Thy son liveth. And then it doesn't stop there. It's not just that Jesus said, Your son liveth. It's that he believed. All things are possible to him that believes. It says, Thy son liveth and himself believed. So when his son, when Jesus spoke and he believed, power meant possible. And when power meant possible, his son was healed. Amen? And, and that, that's what we, we got to get it in our, in, our, in our hearts that we won't quit on these things. We won't stop. We won't, we won't believe for anything. We'll, we, we'll accept nothing less than all things. Amen? Because all things are possible to us when we believe. And, and the, the, the world and religion and your flesh, they're going to try and talk you out of it. They're going to try and say, but you can't do it. Just because they did it, they're faith giants. Right? They'll try to convince you that their faith is so much greater than yours. You got the same faith. Right? You, know, you see these guys that work out and they're big and they're buff and they're, and, and you know what? Every muscle they have, you have. You just haven't worked them as much. Right? 
And, and, and we can work those muscles and we can, we can begin to receive the everything, the all things that faith is supposed to get instead of sitting back and, and just accepting anything. Right? Uh, you know, whatever you can do, God. You know, I, it's a cold. Could you help me to get through it in two weeks? Because I got a big meeting in two weeks. So if you could just get me through it in two weeks, you know. He, you know what? He, he'll do it. He is so kind, he'll do that for you. He really is. Two weeks, you'll be better. But he'll be sitting there the whole time thinking the same thing people thought when Pharaoh said, get rid of the frogs tomorrow. Well, why not today? Right? Why, why do you want to spend one more night with frogs when you could have had... And that's what God's saying when, when we don't receive. He says, take it all now. Take it all now. And we're trying to get it the wrong way. We're trying to get it through works. We're trying, we're trying to get it through, through uh, instead of ingredients, we're trying to get it through formulas. And, and it's ingredients, right? Yeah. Faith, right? Yeah. It makes it possible. Power added to it. It's not a formula. It's put it all together, and it makes things possible. And we're trying, when you try to do a formula, you become legalistic. And, and you wonder what you missed. And you wonder what else you need to do. And, and you start adding things to the ingredients that don't belong. And, and you make a really horrible cake. Right? And the whole time, you've already messed up because no longer is it the cake you started to make because you started putting things in it that didn't belong. You know, it's like for the years I couldn't figure out a carrot cake. I'm like, why in the world do I want vegetables in my cake? <laughs> Don't you think somebody just said, hey, let's try to put carrots in that cake? I'm like, why? Wouldn't it be good without them? <laughs> Probably be really good without them. And actually, it's not bad with them. <laughs> but when we begin to add things to our faith that don't belong there, then, then, they, then they corrupt our faith. And when we begin to believe things that aren't true, they corrupt our faith. When we begin to consider things that we shouldn't consider, they corrupt our faith. And, and now things that are possible become impossible because that's where they were when you started. But with God, all things are possible to him that believes. Amen? Stand to your feet. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You know, in this place tonight, there may be things you've been dealing with that seem like you've been dealing with them so long, it's just not possible for you to get over them. Uh, but it is. And, and tonight, we talk, we've been talking about healing. We've been reading about the healer. We've been, we've been talking about making the impossible possible. I don't care what the doctors have said. They're not who decides what's impossible unless we tell them they can decide for us. Right? Because God said all things are possible to him that believes. So if we, can, if we can get our faith together, no matter what you're dealing with tonight, you, you're already the overcomer to overcome it. In other words, he made you the overcomer before you had the overcoming to do because he knew you would need to overcome. But you're already the overcomer to overcome it. 
So become and be that overcomer tonight. Whatever you're dealing with, everybody close your eyes. Raise a hand towards heaven. And receive in your body, receive in your body all things, all things that pertain to health, all things that pertain to life, all things that pertain to needs, provision, all things that maybe have seemed out of your reach. But tonight, by faith, reach out. Reach out. Watching online in Sarasota, reach out. Grab hold of that healing. Grab hold of God. Grab hold of the promise. Grab hold without staggering. Be strong in faith, giving glory to God. And hold on to the sure word of God, to the steadfast promise. He cannot lie. And receive, receive healing. Receive it in your body. Receive it in your mind. You don't have to think things. People say, well, these thoughts just come. You don't have to think those. Lord, I pray over every person watching and in the, the, in the sound of my voice, Lord, we pray and we ask for healing. I, I speak over them in the name of Jesus, health and life. I pray for them in their faith that they would, they would by strength in faith, receive the goodness of God. I pray for every person on the sound of my voice that whatever's happening in their body, whatever's happening in their mind, whatever's happening in their family, their finances, Lord, show them that it's not impossible, it's not overwhelming, that they're an overcomer. And that tonight is their overcoming day, their overcoming moment to where they step past it and they fight that fight and they and they grab hold of that prize and they hold steadfast and sure and they're anchored in their soul refusing refusing to let go of what Jesus bought and paid for them to have we receive it in our bodies we receive it in our minds we receive it in every part from the top of our heads to the soles of our feet we receive it in our families we receive it at our jobs we receive the right to receive all things are possible to us because we believe we choose say this with me I choose to believe God's word I choose to believe God. I put my faith in Him. I put my trust with Him. I know that nothing is impossible for me, but all things are possible because I believe. Father, I receive from You tonight in Jesus name thank you